Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Threesome FPL podcast. I'm Phil and today I'm here with Ant. How are you, Ant? Yeah, I'm not too bad, mate. Yeah, not too bad at all. But um feeling a little sad today. We're, uh, we're missing someone. We are missing someone. We're missing Mike, who, uh, I mean, don't turn off because of that. By all means, <laughs> do please stay. Uh, but Mike has gone on a romantic uh, retreat. It was meant to be, I believe, uh, like a week or so, all-inclusive in Crete. Is that right? Mm, that is correct, yep. It was Crete, yep. Really fancy five-star hotel um, and, you know, all-inclusive, all this wonderful stuff. But uh, unfortunately, Ryanair cancelled their flight, um, which led to him being quite angry. Uh, so there's, they've gone to Banbury for three days. <laughs> <laughs> lucky Claire. Yeah, lucky Claire. So I, I've looked up Banbury and um, Google says that Banbury, uh, I mean, this isn't its best selling point, Banbury is the most dangerous medium-sized town in Oxfordshire. <laughs> and when, when you, when you what, Google, what, what exactly makes it dangerous? Well, this might be the answer. When you Google Banbury, it brings up, you know, like Google suggests mm. questions. Uh, one of the top questions is, what does Banbury smell of? <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? Um, rotten cheese. Close. Okay, oh. one more guess. It's not, um, not that close. Not, not rotten cheese. <laughs> Correct. Cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I, I, I presume Mike did his research and this is why they chose Banbury. Obviously. Yeah. I think, to be honest, by the point he booked it, he was he was fed up. But but yeah. How how was your game week, mate? I'll I'll bring up Mike's team in a sec, but how was yours? Oh well I think you know how mine was, mate. I mean, it's fair to say, I think we could argue this, that you know me better than anyone, probably better than my own wife. Yeah. Um, and let's just say you know how to push my buttons in terms of ways to aggravate me and to just poke <laughs> at me, just to wind me up. And let's just say that after the Chelsea game, uh, I saw a little message from you that said, don't worry, Ant, at least Havertz kept a clean sheet. <laughs> so at that point, I was like, right. I'm turning off notifications. I don't want to know anything about football for the rest of the weekend. I'm done. I was so angry. Um, like many have its owners, it, it would seem. Um, as you know, I had my captain picked this week by FBL Hisoka, who I actually thought was very generous with uh, with uh, Havertz, with no Lukaku, no Werner, who you, do, you talked about ringing in Phil. Yeah, yeah. He started up front. Now, how a team can have somebody playing up front who is actually a midfielder in the game as well, so there would, should have been more points, how they can score seven goals and him not be involved in any of them, uh, it was almost like they were doing it on purpose to wind me up. Couldn't believe it. Especially as I brought in, I took a minus four, which we know I hate doing. I took a minus four to bring him in. So, yeah, so three double to six there uh, with Havertz, which is great. Um, and other than Salah, again who's propping up my team really was poor showing Salah obviously got 24 with his hat-trick as they destroyed United um Gray Damari Gray got an assist so he got five uh Mope and Vardy I mean I brought Vardy in and that was the next message from you on the Sunday good news Vardy's gone off at half time <laughs> mood's gone up thank you mate. I had Vardy too oh I think in fact to be fair we all did Mope got one brilliant he's been useless since I brought him in. Antonio scored, so that was nice. Uh, as they beat Spurs, he got seven points. But um, my child didn't play for Wolves. He's injured. Pinnock got injured as well. Another text from you. Good news. Pinnock's gone off as well. One point. Great. <laughs> um, Alexander Arnold. Good old TA. A lovely 10 points for him. Um, somehow, uh, Rob uh, Sanchez for Brighton got two bonus points, uh, mainly because of eight saves. So despite the fact they conceded four, he still got me four points. Luckily for me, I did. Dodge a little bullet and I had Pogba on my bench who got sent off. So that would have been a minus two. So I did manage to avoid at least that. Uh, so I've got 61 total, uh, a net of 57 with my minus four. Um, so again, you know, with the average being 64 again, so nine game weeks we're in now. And I think I've been below average on five of them, which is pretty poor to say it's the least. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that's why in the last two game weeks, I've fallen over a million places in the game. Can you believe? Which means I'm now down to two and a half million. Um, but I'll leave you to talk about Mike's team because at least I think I'll beat Mike, which is probably the only positive I can take from this week. Well, this is it. Regular viewers, regular listeners will know that Mike has had a barnstorming start to the season. And usually he he ruins his season early doors by making a ridiculous amount of transfers. 
and this season he's declared he's not doing it. He's not doing it. He's uh, he's happy with his team. He's got a long-term plan. Well, uh, I mean, you and I received a message from him last night saying he's already made five transfers this week. Uh, <laughs> well, it was four. He's got up to five today. So he's having this romantic holiday or break yep. with his wife and he's still doing FPL transfers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, knowing that he's not even on the pod this week. So Mike, um, he... He didn't have the issue where he captained Havertz, so you know at least he's not stressed out about that. Um, and I genuinely thought he'd captain Salah, but I was incorrect um, because on uh, on Sunday when I sent you both a message saying, "Oh, Vardy's been subbed off at half time," Mike <laughs> Mike came back with some expletives and said, <laughs> "Said for goodness' sake!" And uh, he, uh, yeah, so Vardy was his captain which um, hasn't worked too well for him, in truth. Not the best. So, uh, yeah, so Mike had a... He took a minus 12, I believe. Yeah, he took a minus 12 yeah. this week. Trent got him 10, Livermento got him 9, and he had Salah, but not captained. Oh, and uh, Jesus uh, came <laughs> in. So he got a net of 50. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world, but I think he was frustrated <laughs> with Fardy going off. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you two were right, old grumps, because I did cap Salah. Oh. And on Sunday, yeah, you know. on Sunday, Mike said, my team is imploding. You yeah. suggested I've tried hugging so many trees, it hasn't even helped. And then you just <laughs> said, you quit. Um, um, to put some context behind the tree hugging, for those who may not have seen uh, Phil's tweet on Sunday, uh, you were reacting, I think, obviously, to a lot of fallout from the habits blank, weren't you? And mentioning, let people, it's just a game. Go and do something nice. Go and walk your dog or, I don't know, do something. And you mentioned hugging trees, uh, which is what prompted me to mention that I tried hugging a lot of trees on Sunday uh, and that didn't actually help my mood. And then I declared I would quit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bit grumpy, weren't you? bit grumpy. Uh, a little bit. I, t- I did a mini wild card because Ooh. my team was a mess. I had so many problems to sort out and I just, I wish I'd done it the week before. So I thought, you know what? It's a game. I'll take a minus 12 and I'm going to rejig my team. And I saw a post from FPL Gear, G-E-I-R, on Twitter where he said, I'm genuinely considering doing a Chilwell Alonso double up just to see see what happens. And, you know, the thinking behind that is a good one. And the the facts back it up. You know, I think um, if between them now, when they've played, they've averaged nearly eight and a half points a game. And yeah. I know Alonso's been dropped now, but Alonso played in that time. I think Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, Villa, he had all the hard fixtures and then they've dropped him for the easy fixtures. So Chilwell's played, you know, three teams that they should and have smashed. But he has been brilliant. To be oh, fair. He scored two great goals in those games as well. Absolutely. So I started both Alonso and Chilwell knowing that hopefully one of them wouldn't come off the bench and that way I got whoever got the points if if indeed they got points so Chilwell, Rudiger and Trent at the back you know between them got me 31 points Salah captained as 48 which you know it was fortunate um but I just went with a person who was in the last game to be honest and Salah's on form so um Oh, and also United played Atalanta last week and conceded so many chances that I thought, really you know, I might as well take a punt. Tomorrow Gray got another assist. Uh, my only downside was that if I uh, put Livramento as first sub and not Townsend, I'd be over 100 points. I ended up on 97. Very Obviously, good effort, mate. Got to take the 12 points off. But for me, that's a 500k climb in, in that, rank. That is incredible. It really was, I think, the uh, the haves and the haves not in terms of Salah, wasn't it? You know, those who had captain had them as captain, which actually, to be fair, was a big shout because I'll be honest, even if I had the power of picking my captain, I wouldn't have gone for Salah <clears throat> purely because I would have thought that although United have been ropey last few games, um, you know, with them being at Old Trafford, being a derby, I would have expected them to put up more of a fight than they did, which was non-existent, wasn't it, by the way? Um, so a great shout, by the way, for those, for you and for those who stuck with Salah. Um, it just kind of feels like he's the man you always have to have as captain if you can. He's just incredible, isn't he? He's in the form of his life. Everyone's, you know, been through all that. Fernandez had a chance when it was nil-nil, didn't he? Which he he went for power over placement. And I do Actually, wonder how the game would have panned out. 
Well, I'll tell you one thing that did make me at least smile from an FBL point of view is obviously I took out Ronaldo this week, bought him Vardy. Yeah. And then, of course, Ronaldo scored, didn't he? Oh, yeah. uh, and I was like, oh, this sums up. Brilliant. You know, Van goes a clean sheet as well for TAA and my team. This just, this is, just can't get much worse. Good old VAR. Oh, always loved VAR. Um, so luckily for me, got ruled out outside. But United are in a right old mess. Um, yeah. Ronaldo back in there. I, mean, I thought it was pretty funny when they showed the uh, the uh, shot of Sancho on the bench. Yeah. Probably fed up. 90 million quid sat there. And then obviously the... Um, I do feel a little bit sorry for, for poor old Ollie. Um, but seeing <clears throat> shots of... Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson clearly very unhappy. Um, there's some great tweets have gone out this week about him and, and Doug, Doug Lee's the two contrasting moods for those two. They couldn't they, they couldn't have timed those clips any oh, cutting genius. from Fergie who yeah. who was exhaling without even opening his mouth <laughs> and shaking his head <laughs> to Doug Leach, who was catching was fair play to Liverpool um, because them City and Chelsea is going to be right or battle for the title this year. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, and they're all going to be in it for long haul because Liverpool lost their way, didn't they, last season with all their yeah. defeats at home and everything. They look properly back to the best. United were pathetic, and I don't know where they go. And I don't even think just sacking Solskjaer is the answer, to be honest, because, you know, who would they bring in? But they need to do something because, um, as Gary never pointed out, it's been on the cards for weeks, and the first time they've played a really, really good team, they got absolutely annihilated. The, f- the thing is, Solskjaer just... I think he's lost them. I think he's mm. lost... I mean, Pogba came on... I mean, he didn't look that upset about being sent off, did he? <laughs> he looked quite happy, to be honest with you. And I think that kind of sums him up, doesn't it, really? But yeah, I mean, I think one of, again, I'd sent you the, the gif of this of Solskjaer when the fourth goal went in, which was just schoolboy stuff. Yeah. And they just cut to Solskjaer on the, on the sidelines, just shaking his head, completely perplexed. Yeah, tactically, he doesn't look good enough. I think, the, you know, what you have to say about Solskjaer is, were he to get sacked by United, would any other Premier League club take him? I saw I would, a argue not. would Neville have him at Salford City. that's a good question it's a great question i'm probably not there either you know a man who took cardiff down which you know there was more to it than that probably that's being slightly harsh but it's true um i think he'd struggle to get a job anywhere else so but what what united do i don't know they've got spurs and man city next i think as well haven't they yeah this it's not getting much easier for them although spurs i mean i don't know if you saw the spurs game you were quite busy weren't you on sunday uh yeah i didn't see the i didn't see the game yeah i i did and they were awful and I own Son, and him and Kane between them was... I mean, Son was trying to get involved by running back, but there's no service. They've got the worst attacking um, attacking lineup, you know, for creativity in the league, level with Norwich. I mean, it's well, just unbelievable. Cool. I think you did compare uh, Harry Kane to a piece of wood in your message. Yeah, he you may as well have just stuck an inanimate object on the pitch because he, <laughs> he wasn't interested... And uh, it's really frustrating because Spurs, you know, last year everyone wanted Kane. So, mm. you know, it's Not good. Anymore. It's good to have a bit of variation on FPL. But at the moment, the only premium doing anything is Salah. Mm. Um, p- perhaps you could say Mane as well. Um, yeah. well but, he, was, he didn't play the weekend, did he? No, he was benched. But apart from <clears> that, and Vardy, but obviously we don't know what's going on with his injury. Strange one. But either way, uh, so Mike lost. And as we know, that means he has to put into the prize hamper. And special mention, because the the winner of our Fantasy Threesome Podcast League gets uh, the whole hamper at the end of the season. There is all sorts in there. You know, uh, a a trip to a Bournemouth game, including press conferences behind the scene. uh, All of that. Very exciting. A straw hat. (laughs) Bandana. Bandana. (laughs) Autobiography. Yeah. And... The person who is top of our league, who's absolute, absolutely flying, which is Daniel Masson-Abraham, is also number one in the whole world. Wow. This would this would explain why I'm, I can't get in the top 500 in our league. I mean, the, the standard this year, shall we just say, has gone probably up a notch from last season. But yeah, fair play to him. If he wants to come on and give us some tips, yeah. I mean, please do. I'll, I'll happily accept any help that I can get this season. Well, uh, he's got another 122, his team Gangsters Allardyce. He's got another 122. So. Who did he have in his team? 100? He must have had Salah as captain. I, I, I he uh, he had Salah captain, but he also had Mount. Oh, what a shout that is, because Mount's you know, not really done a great deal up until now, has he? So yeah. Yeah. he knows his stuff. So well well done and fair play. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, that... so what, what, how, or what will Mike be contributing this week? I believe he's got quite an exciting prize. Mike has been in touch. Um, 
I will quote you the prize. So, Daniel, if you're listening, I mean, you're not guaranteed this prize, but you're doing pretty well so far. Mike has got in touch and declared his prize for the hamper, which has to be over a value of over £5. He is going to put in the hottest crisp in the world, (laughs) (laughs) which he declares costs £29 for each crisp. So he's really, you know, broken the bank to for that to get that prize as well. So wow. Yeah. Yeah. The hottest crisp in the world. And best best crisp? Um salt and vinegar pom bear. Oh my goodness. Basically a child. Or the old chicken and thyme uh walkers, the old share bag. Oh chicken. Or... Sorry, there is three. I know you asked me for one, but I'm also going for McCoy's. I mean that's vague. Give me a flavour. Um steak. Okay, I mean, I, I like them all, but black cheese and onion, mate. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty hard to pick a favourite. What about you? Uh, well, unfortunately, they discontinued them last year. Brannigan's roast beef and mustard. Incredible crisps. I remember being outside Dean Court, just about to go into a Bournemouth game. My dad gave me one of these roast beef and mustard crisps. I must have been about six. Should and I've like? never experienced mustard in my life. And I didn't breathe for the next couple of hours because it was so spicy so hot in my mouth but uh, i grew to love them they were were incredible crisp um but yeah i will level with you i fully expect you to say something like monster munch no because unlike you i am not a child although i do do like monster munch and i do like a a thai sweet chili crisp Mm. with a sour cream dip very nice yeah i'll sit and i could get through easily a, a large large packet of those in no time Moorish, yeah, so. indeed. How did how did your punt go this week? Well, again, a little bit of a positive for me. I had a punt coming, boys. Callum Wilson with his absolute worldie against Palace, so he's good. <clears throat> so, unless you or Mike uh, have done something here, then at least I won't be having my captain pick this week. Okay, yeah, this is where we pick a, a player with less than two percent ownership at the end of each week, and then if they do well, we. We cover ourselves off so we're not vulnerable to uh, Hisoka picking Havertz for us. <laughs> uh, so I went for, well, I originally said Kurt Zuma because I was panicking and then said, no, 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 Raheem Sterling. Uh, Raheem Sterling got dropped um, and didn't wasn't even in the squad, which Amazing. is incredibly upsetting because Kurt Zuma played very, very well mm. and, and kept, kept clean. Cheap. Um, Mike didn't do very well i i don't know who it is or who he even had but i know that online he declared that he picked sterling um because he just he's so forgetful isn't he um he does i don't think there's a week gone past yet where mike hasn't got to the punt section and then gone who did i have again every exactly. week without fail yeah, i presume it's yeah. old age i'm not sure yeah it must be it must be by the way um we're nearly 20 minutes in and also i played football with you last night indeed um, and probably for the last two, three years, something something's been quite different. And you you still, despite spending now about two hours with you, haven't noticed that I got my hair cut. What? I, I, genuinely, I genuinely didn't notice. Oh, I know why. In my defense last night, you did have a bandana on, which actually covered your entire head. <laughs> bandanas can do that yeah yeah it's all gone mate all gone no part oh my goodness oh i mean now i've noticed yeah wow hair's what? gone it does mate, it looks good it looks good mate, i went uh, on sunday i washed my hair and i got rage in the morning because i'm so fed up with having long hair and it just falling out when i wash it that i dry i dried my hair and i thought right i'm gonna see if there's any barbers open on a sunday and in ring ringwood near near where i live there's a barber's, which is genuinely called Alan the Kurdish Barber. So, <laughs> so I thought, yeah, let's go. So I went down there, and Alan cut my hair, sorted it all out for me. Yeah, that's the old job, um, mate. It, it does look good, but as I say, it was only the bandana that uh, stopped me from noticing. So sorry about that. Ah, it's all right. It's all right. It's not like you know, best mates and stuff. <laughs> that's fine. Hey, right, so then. that means we need to start our quiz. It's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz. The loser gets their captain picked by a listener with great instinct. Sometimes cruel and sometimes kind. The listener is always right. 
It's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz, it's a quiz. Hooray! Hooray, there we go. So, as Mike's not here, and without Mike's authority on this, oh, we should say who the winner was last week. Uh, the winner, there were four people who went, who went broja, 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 broja uh, last week with their punt. And they were Frame Yourself, Dave Paxton FPL, FPL Cat, and Root Cause. The coin toss has been made, multiple coin tosses, which was, you know, a bit of hard work. And <laughs> the winner is FPL Cat. So FPL Cat will choose one of our captains this week, either mine or Mike's, although Mike hasn't authorised this. It will happen. He, he, he's going to trust you to represent him in the quiz. So this is how it's going to work. You've got a category and I've got a category. Yeah. And we will take it in turns to answer each per, each other's question. And okay. we've got one life. We can make one mistake. After that, you make two mistakes, you're out. You've lost. Okay. So, so what is your category, Anthony? Uh, the amount of times the players, sorry, uh, the amount of times the players have been in the dream team. So we're looking for players who've been in there at least twice this season. And that's and when you say dream team, you mean like the the thing so that the team that FPL picks every week. So the high scoring players go into a dream team, don't they? They make a formation, um, and we're looking for players, or I'm looking for players who've been in there at least twice this season. Okay, okay, I hear what you say. Uh... Way, can I just apologise to Mike now because I know he'll be listening to this. I am terrible at these things, and Mike, I can apologise. I am going to apologise uh, beforehand because I don't have a good record when it comes to these things. So if I lose, yeah, on your behalf, please accept my apologies. Well, you're lucky because I've given you an easy category of easy players, you, maybe. players who have received seven bonus points or more this season. Oh, okay. So that's fairly generous. So yeah. who, do you, you can go first, mate. You can go first. Uh, okay, let's go for Mohamed Salah. Mohamed Salah, top 16 bonus points already wow. in nine games. Cool. Okay, okay, so now I'm now I'm answering your question. Correct. Uh, and in a similar vein, I think it would only be sensible to say Salah again. Yeah, absolute dead cert. Five times he's been in the dream team. So <laughs> yeah, nice and easy with that one. Um. He's been flying the last few weeks until this weekend. Jamie Vardy. Jamie of the Vardy, currently possibly injured, has 12 bonus points. Thank goodness. Thank okay. goodness. I was panicking. Over to you, Phil. I'm going to go for Alonso. Great shout. Yeah, he's fourth on the list. Uh, he's been on there. Oh, sorry, he's been in the team twice this season. Okay. So over uh, to me. Over to you, yeah. I'm going to go for Son of Spurs. Son of Spurs. Who is the son of Spurs? Uh, <laughs> uh, you're still in the game. You're correct. He's got eight bonus points. Oh, thank goodness for that. Okay. Uh, okay. Next up, I will go for uh, Trent. Yes, he has two. Oh, I keep saying he has two. He's been in there twice. Um, so, yeah, he's having a great season so far, even with that injury that he had. Back over to you. Back to me. Um, I can't remember if I've said this, but actually, but Mikel Antonio? Correct. 12 bonus points. Lovely news. Lovely news. This is pretty even so far, mate. Yeah. No, yeah, but it's going to be a load of oddballs in this team, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, there is. Great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping in both. Okay, I'm going to go with... Okay, I'm going to go Chilwell. I think yeah. he's going to have been in there twice. He has indeed, mate. Yeah, he's yeah he's already been in there twice, which, considering he's only just got into that Chelsea team, is, is a pretty good effort. Um, okay, over to me. Mm. I'm going to have to go... I'm going to go for another West Ham player here. I think so, so he certainly had a really good start, and I'm hoping this has been enough for him. Ben Rama? Eight bonus points. You're still in the oh. game. 
this feels uh, tense, and it's, it, I, I feel more anxious now than it would be if I was <laughs> representing myself because I know if I lose this, Mike will never talk to me again. Well, I've got the problem that you've given me a very hard category. Yeah, sorry. Just trying to think who's been getting points for City. Cancelo. Great shout. Yeah, been in there twice already. Um, 25% ownership on Cancelo, by the way. Um, wow. Okay. Um... I'm also going to go for Cancelo as well. Oh, I just want to copy you, Phil. I just want to be like you, Phil. I wish you were like me, Phil. Well, 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 that, that, my friend. Is a life out, is it? Messy. Messy. So, you're now on your last life. Cancelo only has six bonus points. Yikes. (laughs) Oh, come on, Phil. You can do this. Okay, I'm going to go with Antonio. Uh, yes, he has been on there three times, my friend. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, no. No pressure. Um, no pressure, Ant. You've got to think of someone with seven or more bonus points. Otherwise, it will be all your fault that Mike won't get to pick his captain this week. This could ruin his little romantic break as well. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the level of crime in Banbury apparently might ruin yeah. Okay, Mane. Mane. I don't know about Mane, mate. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, uh, Mane. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm having to go to the next page. This doesn't feel good. Oh, dear, oh, dear. To quote to quote the Chuckle Brothers. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, I don't know where Mane is on this list, but he is not where you want him to be right now. Oh, he's quite high in the points, I thought. Oh, this is frustrating. And with with that, you have just angered Mike more than you would ever know. I mean, the game lasted longer than I expected, so um, so there we go. Right, okay. Do you want to... I mean, how many has he got? He must, he must have a few, surely. Mane's bonus points so far this season. Well, Salah's got 16. Uh, Mane has none. What? None? <laughs> so you picked none. A none. Oh my days! I mean, even by my, I mean, in my defence, I mean, the bonus point system. Does anyone know how that actually works? I mean, you say that my category was hard. Well, that was hard because I mean, if Mane's got no bonus bonus points this season, I mean, come on, he has no bonus or bonus points. Or bonus, which, <laughs> which means that Mike's getting his captain picked by FPL Cat next uh, this weekend coming. Well, you know, with the name of FBL Cat, he's bound to be a kind person. So I don't think Mike's got anything to worry about. He's obviously going to look at Mike's team and pick his best player. I believe she is from Canada and she she will be lovely. So, um, yeah, unfortunate that, Mike, I would have, uh, you know, I would have took one for the team there. But as it is, you you can have your captain picked. Well, I would have if I'd have lost. Oh, okay, of course. Well, well done, um, Phil and Mike. I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you, mate. Thank you. Uh, Anthony. Yes. Our leads are right off until Patrick Bamford returns. You're beautiful. Uh, well, this is the weekend, wasn't it? That Mike also, we're talking about Mike a lot. We really do miss him. Um, this was the weekend that he mentioned that Norwich were going to beat Leeds, wasn't it? This was going to be Norwich's first win. He called yes. this a few weeks ago. I'm actually going to back him up on that, uh, weirdly. Um, yeah, Leeds just are not a team I expected to struggle they obviously had, you know, second season syndrome, I think, a little yeah. bit with Leeds. Um, you know, but that lad, whose name escapes me, that they brought on um, against Wolves, he kind of changed the game for him, didn't he? He looked really, yeah. really good. Could have actually completely turned the game around and won it for them. Gelhart. Um, pardon? Gelhart. Joe yeah. Gelhart. That's the one. I mean, you know you're getting old when, I mean, I thought, why have they brought a 12-year-old on? I mean, he's 19 <laughs> apparently, but he, he can't be, he, he doesn't look older than 12. But yeah, he, he looked really lively. But I mean, I think that kind of, with all due respect to him, had shown where Leeds are at at the moment. They brought him on to turn the game round. Uh, yeah, and I, I haven't got any Leeds assets. I've only had, a, I had Ailing in for the first couple of weeks and took him out. Um, even Rafinha, you know, has been a bit hit and miss, um, especially with all the travels he's had to do on international break. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, Leeds do need a fit and firing Patrick Bamford back sooner rather than later. So, so Gelhart is 4.5 million as a striker. 
Yeah, he's come on in the last two games. He got 13 yeah. minutes against Southampton, 27 minutes against Wolves, got a goal. Uh, sorry, got an assist because he yep. fell over in the penalty area. But he looked really decent as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't have XG and all that, Jazz. But he looked dangerous from what I saw anyway. He's 4.5. Mm. I mean, no one's pulling up trees up top. Are you tempted just to have uh, have a third striker like that? I think if he needed the money, to free up the money, he would definitely be there. I mean, looking at the fixtures, I'd argue they got some good games coming up. We know Norwich, but Mike's already said they're going to lose that, so they can just scan that one. But yeah, their next kind of six or seven games, they've got Norwich away, Le- uh, Leicester home, Tottenham away, Brighton away, Palace home, Brentford home. So on paper, some win- some winnable games. Um, but yeah, there's just nobody there, really. I don't think they're ever going to go down Leeds, are they? Because there's three teams worse than them. Um, but they're not quite exa- having the season that everybody expected, and especially after last season. I mean, the highest point scorer of the season is Rafinha on 32, and then you've got Meslier on 25, Click on 25. Dallas, who was someone I had a lot last season, um, I'm just looking through his stats now. He's only got more than two points twice um, this season. He was a surefire um, for points last season because he was playing in midfield, but he was a defender last season. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be bringing any Leeds assets in. Not even this lad who's come on and changed the game from the weekend. Um, I just don't think... I mean, I, I certainly wouldn't be looking to... I think he's one to keep an eye on, I think it'd be fair to say. Um, yeah. And if he if he continues this, this trend, then maybe. But yeah, it feels... I tell you what, if Norwich do win that on uh, at the weekend, then wow. Well, because Norwich, uh, our next question is that, sorry, <laughs> these are listener questions, uh, prepared as ever. Uh, Norwich have brilliant run of fixtures. They've also just lost 7-0. Is it, <laughs> worth, is it worth bringing one in as a third sub, a Norwich player? If so, who? Tricky question, isn't it, that? I mean... You just default go pookie, don't you? I mean... Yeah, but again, you know, he scored two goals this season. You know, it's funny, on match a day, you know, they were highlighting the fact that there are only two results this season, Norwich, have come with nil-nil draws against yeah. Burnley and Brighton. I mean, that's the kind of level they're at. It is a weird one with them that they almost seem quite content to bounce between the Championship and the Premier League and take all the money that comes with it. They don't really sign any big-name players, do they? They don't exert yeah. themselves financially, which some may argue is a good way to do it. But it does, unfortunately, mean that they just appear to be cannon fodder in, in the Premier League. Um, and it feels like they're gone already. You can't, you know, I think only two teams have ever had two points at this stage of the season and stayed up. And in terms of assets, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you look at it, Tim Crawl and Pookie tied there on 26. You have to go down to Hanley next on 17. You know, it's not great, is it? It's not great. You know, you know, like, yeah, I can't, I'm, you know, I mean, Pookie's still got 4% ownership, which is, uh, you know, even higher than I ex- I'd expect, but um, not even with fixtures. Um, which I'm just looking at now, like you say, yeah, they are actually on paper good, but there's not meant anything so far for them this season, has it? Yeah, so Leeds home, Brentford away, Southampton home, Wolves home, Newcastle away, Spurs away, takes them right into the beginning of December. But you can't, I mean, where where is their next, I know Mike thinks it's this weekend, but other than that, where, you can't see where they're going to get a result from. And confidence-wise, they must be on the floor after the weekend. Yeah, they can't be feeling great about the weekend that just happened. And I think, <laughs> you know, it, you can look at those fixtures and go, that is great fixture run. And then you just kind of backtrack a bit and think, yeah, but they're Norwich. So all those teams that are, that are playing against Norwich will be thinking, oh, good, we're playing, we're playing Norwich. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. It's, it's I, quite funny because I've had a few people ask, obviously, oh, our uh, beloved Bournemouth for doing well in the Championship at the moment, 14 games unbeaten, top by five points. Um, and I've had been asked a few times in the last week or so, like, but do you actually want Bournemouth to go up? And it's an interesting question, isn't it? Because I'm loving the championship. Um, games Saturday, Tuesday, we're winning. We're playing really well. And you think, when you look at how Norwich were last season, when they bossed the championship, they looked amazing. And now they're in the Premier League and how poor they're doing. I think I'd know what I'd prefer as a fan, personally. Um, you, you know my views on it. I, 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 yeah. I've supported Bournemouth all my life. And, and yeah, amazing, well, like you. But like, it was amazing being in the Premier League it was a real novelty because I'm so used to watching us in League Two or League One or whatever. But after the novelty wore off, you knew that you were going to get tonked a yes. lot, and that isn't that isn't that much fun. And you know, 
you're going into you're going into weekends thinking, well, it's pointless me even watching this game because we're just going to get battered. And and yet it's nice to go to the game and see some you know big name footballers in the flesh. But aside from that, you you want to see your team doing well, but they didn't stand a chance. So no. so in the championship, it's great that we're that we're unbeaten still when we're top of the league at the moment. But I don't want to go up. So if there's any sort of way we can, you know, damage our stadium or something, so we don't have the facilities to play in the Premier League, we have to stay in. The- <laughs> I don't know, but I, I would much prefer that. You know, the Premier League is great, great product. Love it, uh, but not for my club to be in. Well, if you think, could just quickly go back to Norwich. If you look at last weekend, they must have surely looked at that and thought, right, no Lukaku. I mean, even no Werner. You know, yeah. surely we've got half a chance here. And to sum it up, Chelsea were able to rest. I think they made they changed the whole back three, didn't they? Yeah. You know, they had no I think Aspilicueta didn't play. Christensen, Christensen. certainly didn't play because he was in my team. Correct. Um and they still they still won seven nil and Norwich barely got a kick. So um yeah, I mean Norwich fans tell us if we're wrong, but I mean similar to Fulham, isn't it? Up down, up down. Yeah. You know, it's um it's it's a strange one, but for me personally, I think you know while winning games in the championship and playing such good football, I, I think I'd rather stay there. Thanks. Yeah, you just because it doesn't matter what division you're in, if mm. you're going to a game and you don't know what the result's going to be, you know that's the excitement yeah. of football. And in the Premier League, for a team like Bournemouth, for teams you know like Norwich or I mean Newcastle at the moment, at the moment or Burnley, even you know Burnley fans have to sit and watch that dross all the time, and you think, why don't you you know? relegate it for a bit and just enjoy a season in, in the championship where you know you might play a bit of free-flowing football um talking of miserable spurs yes terrible attack uh i, I bought son in as part of my mini wild card that i did um which you know it wasn't great viewing on sunday what would you do with son would you keep him sell him i would probably keep him if i had him i don't and i don't intend to bring him in but if i was in your position i'd keep him they got two. They got a little run of fixtures coming up, which are really nice. But there's two really interesting games here that I'm interested to see how they play out. So we've got Manchester United next. So what United turn up here? Are they going to get a reaction off the back of the the Liverpool hounding, or is it just going to be another poor show? So there's a chance here for Spurs, especially being at home. And then the next game is away at Goodison Park, where Everton have just got hammered by Watford. I mean, I saw that at the weekend. Couldn't quite believe what I was seeing. I mean, some of the defending. I mean, I was watching some of the games in the championship defensively wise and thinking, how are these players professional? They train every every week, you know, obviously they train every day, they're playing yeah. every week. And then they had three Everton players in the box going for the same ball, tripping over themselves, and King was on side on the inside the six yard box. Incredible. I mean, it's just schoolboy stuff. But yeah, really interested to see how Everton react to that. But again, might be worth keeping Son in because an early goal and the the fans at Goodison will get on their back. And then they've got Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich, Brighton, Leicester, uh, yeah. right through until virtually into Christmas there. So I would keep him. The only thing, obviously, is with him, 10.2 on the pricey side. Yeah, he, um, he's very steep. But he has got 53 points or something so far. Yeah, 53 points he's got this season. Uh, 16.9% ownership. Um, so still, you know, fairly low. Not 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 in the high end, is he? But And if Spurs are going to do anything, it, feels, it certainly feels more him than Kane, who are, who are going to get you points. I say, I wouldn't be bringing him in if, if you don't have him. I couldn't really see an argument, but at the same time, if you've got him, um, I'd probably just keep hold just for the time being. I mean, that game, you've got Spurs who are at home. All mm. their, Well, a lot of their fans are not happy about the way the club's been run. They're, they're not happy with Nuno. Uh, they want him out. And Solskjaer will be glad to be playing away, I'd imagine, because that releases yeah. the pressure on him a little bit. Both sets of fans are currently very miserable. Yeah. I can see that being like a dour nil-nil yeah. when no one wants to risk losing because you know their their jobs are on the line. Um, do you think Nuno's jobs on the line as much? Well, Solskjaer's yeah, too, to be, too, it's far, too far too early for Nuno. I, I, yeah, I yeah. still I, I know Nuno wasn't Spurs' first choice, but I still think he's I think he needs to be given time. I think he's a good manager. He did he did great at Wolves, and I think he I think he will be given time. Um, I don't think there's any knee-jerk reaction there, but they've certainly had a poor start. Um, uh, you know, they start with the three the three wins, but I think it masked it a little bit because they've they've not been great, have they? And poor Harry Kane. And it, but it's funny how it changes. That you the, you had the Newcastle game, Spurs, where they looked quite good, and Kane looked back on it and he got a goal and assist. And everyone was like, "You got to get Kane back in your team." Well, he was anonymous again at the weekend, so it just shows. I think that was as much Newcastle were terrible um, than than Spurs were great. 
Um, but yeah, no, the first goal in this game feels huge, doesn't it, for me, confidence-wise, for either team. I mean, either team, if they if they concede the first goal, their heads are going to drop. So um, I think as a neutral, it'd be, it'd be a good game to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Um, uh, last question, mate. Uh, yeah. On on Twitter, there's been um, quite a few, uh, and, and I, I, I'll talk about this because I've, I've struggled with mental health myself. There's been quite a few people who have said, look, I'm, I'm going to take a break. I've I've had a really bad game week or I've had a few things built up and the game week's, you know, been the tip of the iceberg and Captain Havertz or whatever. Uh, so I'm going to take a break from it all for a while because it's stressing me out. And fantasy football can do that to you. I mean, you were in a terrible, <laughs> a terrible mood on Sunday. And, you know, I, I've had an awful season so far. And, uh, you know, with the exception of this week, I've, I've had an absolute shocker. And it can get you down. So what, what's your sort of tips for, for dealing with a, a bad game week and how, you know, how you can help not let it affect you? It's very, you know, this podcast, as we know, I think you boys have mentioned, has been great. Great for for all of us. Obviously, you you, you mentioned and um, from your side, and I've been you know quite fortunate in general that I would probably say not suffered like yourself has or others have in the past. But even you know me, I'm not a good loser at all. I don't like losing, and especially I'm so easy to wind up when I'm like that. So <laughs> as soon as I saw your message on Saturday about habits, that was see that was it for me. You know, I, I'm very much like you. It's just a game. It's just a bit of fun. But even I, you know, can get tipped over the edge purely because I just I can't accept losing and things like wind me up. But I think you made a very good point. You know, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think, you know, the trouble with FPL is it can actually be a good release because there's not really much good news at the moment. I, I tend to um, ignore the news and not watch it, which is a piece of advice there, actually, because it's, there's never any positive news, is there? Let's face it. Yeah, true. <clears throat> but actually, FPL, if you have a good week, as sad as it sounds, can actually give you a bit of a boost, can't it? You know, if you like you, Phil, I mean, if, if I had a 97 point week, I'd be absolutely bouncing. So. But I think you made a good point, you know, spend some time with your family, find something else to do. At the end of the day, it is just a game. Um, we are, we, we all can't be uh, as good as some of the people in our league who are clearly some of the best in the world. Um, yeah, just go out, have fun with a hobby or something, you know. But um, it, it, it's happened to all of us. I mean, you know what I'm like. About three seasons ago, before we did the pod, got to Christmas and I threw my toys out the pram properly um, <laughs> and actually stuck to it. I didn't. I said, right, that's it. I'm sick of this. I'm not touching my team um for the rest of the season i didn't i stuck to it and i still came fourth in our league that year so um which probably says something about the standard of uh of our league but uh yeah so we all do it but you know what i did on sunday was like it's just a game go out and find something fun to do it's tricky isn't it because for, for us me and you it can still affect our mood and we're not going for overall rank or trying to win the whole thing one person out of eight million can win the whole thing it's like lottery odds, you know, except you have a slight amount of influence. The, you know, for me and you and for Mike, if I've brought in a player and captained him, say I captained you know, Vardy this week, mm. I I would 100% expect you and Mike and other people that I know who, who play fantasy football with us to send me dogged abuse and mock me. And, and that's fine because we're mates. And that's exactly what I would do to you. And indeed, enjoy, yeah. enjoy <laughs> pointing out how it's got a clean sheet. I knew, I knew on that. I visualised your face as you were sending that. And I knew <laughs> you would have been so smug and so happy that you would have been struggling through laughter to actually hit the send button. Like, <laughs> right! Uh, yeah. But, yeah it, 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 but on the negative, it can... If you're having a really bad week anyway, and then you are clinging on to fantasy football as a release, and then you have a bad week on fantasy football it can affect your mood and you know I, i've talked about it in the past I've, I've had my struggles go out for a walk put your phone down put your phone down you know and and for a moment go out for a walk don't take your phone with you um and just you know get some fresh air and remember that all of this fancy football stuff is just something that's on a screen it's something that's on your phone on your laptop whatever it's you're spending imaginary money um, to try and win a game. And in the same way that if I was to lose a game of Monopoly, you know, to my kids, I wouldn't expect me to get wound up about it. I, you know, that's, you've got to kind of try and realize that in the big scheme of things, it's small and it's hard to, you know, sometimes it's easier said than done. Um, but, you know, get, get some fresh air, you know, go for a walk, 
go and visit some friends or, or you know phone phone a friend um you haven't spoken to for a while or do something good you know do something good and just take your mind off it and yeah if if anyone ever struggles you know is having a, a bad week and, and fpl's really not helped then our dms are always open and you know send us a message you know we're happy to happy to listen amen to that fixture preview let's let's run through the fixtures for this week then yeah let's have a little look because they start on saturday and go through to monday mm, indeed they uh, do. so we start at uh with leicester at home to arsenal and i think the big question here is is Vardy going to be back 75% chance I think he's got at the moment he's, um, he's dodgy knee hasn't he? he he played he played through it for a whole half which makes me think he should be okay yeah and I mean Rogers will know that Vardy loves playing Arsenal yeah yeah he, he loves he's just a great aggravator isn't he and he, <laughs> he, he ever since obviously he didn't move to Arsenal fair play to him for that all those years ago yeah have a good record against him Arsenal though, to, to be fair to them good win against Villa Villa were awful but they had a good win and there's a few assets now, you know, Saka's there. Smith Rowe, who I genuinely nearly bought into the weekend. And again, does a bit of advice, go with your go with your head because I bottled it because it was Smith Rowe and his arsenal. I thought, hmm, he's not a big enough name. Bottled it, bought Havertzen instead, and look how that worked out. So yeah. um there's some potentially some assets there. But I think if Jamie Vardy is fit, I expect Lister to win that game. But you didn't uh, sorry, you didn't bottle it. Havertz was a better choice. Well, yeah, but, but my, yeah, my head was telling me to go to go for it. Yeah, yeah, but right. it's because, yeah. because Havertz is a big. Yes, on paper it was Havertz is a you know big name. Chelsea knew he was going to play, but sometimes you know if you're looking for that differential on a player who you might think and your head saying go for it, but or your heart saying go for it, your head saying well you know don't because <clears throat> X. Well, I've I've learned that lesson a few times. I've fallen foul of that quite a few times this season. I've gone to put a player and thought, oh no, but they play for Arsenal. They play for whoever. And, yeah, uh, you know, I've missed that point. So, but interestingly, yeah. with with Smith Rowe, hmm. he's got he's on corners, which makes him for me more appealing than Saka. Agreed. He's also he's also <clears throat> point million cheaper than Saka, but yeah. both he scored two goals and got two assists. But they have in he, they've come in two games, so he got a goal and assist against Villa, and he got a goal and assist against Spurs. Both yeah. at home, he hasn't really done much away from home at all. No. Also. Um, and they play Leicester away, so I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't be banking on that as a a great point scorer for Smith Rowe. So I think you can probably hold him, indeed, for now. But if you know he's cheap and he's 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 dirt cheap at five point five, his price hasn't hasn't that's gone it. up yet. So that's that's a bonus. It, it went down and now it's back up. So if you got him at five point three, well done. Uh, next fixture then is uh, Burnley Brentford. Burnley Brentford. Now what what? What's your views on uh, on this man? Vantoni. Um, what what's your views on on Ivan Tony then? Because he's involved but not to the point where he gets you points currently. Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? I was just having a look there. He's actually only scored uh, two goals this season and got two assists. Um, hasn't returned more than two points in each of his last three game weeks. Um, and it, I don't know about you, but this fixture doesn't exactly, you know, jump out at you, does it, as being a game that you'd want to watch in the nicest possible way. Both no. teams pretty pretty miserly at the back. And it feels like to me a game that Brentford might just sneak one nil. Um, yeah. so potentially Ivan Tony might be one to look at here but it's one of those ones isn't it that he it feels like I was pretty surprised when I just looked that up to be honest because I thought he was doing better than that but Brentford do have some really nice games coming up with Norwich and Newcastle on the horizon as well so uh, I actually like him I think he's been good I don't think those stats tally up actually how good he has been this season um, and I fancy them to, to nick this actually What about Brentford defensive assets because they're they're the ones that are getting the points at the moment You've well, got... again, Pinnock, Pinnock for me, I'm keeping an eye on that because he's obviously down as um, as being potentially out and he's he's been really, really good, hasn't he? Yeah. Back for him, uh, as has Janssen. And Raya as well, the goalkeeper, um, seems to get quite quite a few points. So, yeah, defensive assets, I think, uh, certainly look nice. Burnley, to me, feel like they won't score unless it's um, that the lad, is it Corne they've got? The guy who scored, yeah, uh, two, yeah, Corne, yeah. Uh, scored two good, good goals against Saints at the weekend. <clears throat> Other than him, and they're toothless, and I think if they can keep him quiet, then um, this is Brentford's game to win. 
Corne is an interesting one because he's down on the game as a midfielder. He definitely, from what I saw the other day, was playing up front with Chris, yeah. uh, off just off Chris Wood. And he scored uh, 22 points in the four games he's played. And in those four games, he's only totaled 210 minutes. Mm. He's, not, he's not finished a full game yet. So, you know, I think he's he's got potential. If I mean, I don't want to talk up a Burnley player because I've got a reputation to uphold. But if I was going to, you know, a, a six million midfielder who in four games for Burnley has scored three goals, that's pretty good. That is no mean feat. Yeah, and I mean, Burnley's fixtures moving forward. They've got Brentford now, then they've got Chelsea. But after they... After that, they've got Palace, Spurs, Wolves, Newcastle, West Ham, Watford. Again, though, like, like Norwich's fixtures, they look good on paper, but it means nothing when you can't win a game. But they're Burnley. Yeah, no, that's a valid valid point, mate. I yeah, appreciate, <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> okay, next fixture then is uh, Liverpool-Brighton. Mohamed Salah again, isn't it? Um, I think I'll be captain in Salah. I think it's the easy, the obvious choice with this one. But Brighton looked all at sea, didn't they? They've had a really good start to the season, but they got torn apart the weekend by Man City. And you would expect Liverpool at home to continue that. And again, it's the usual assets here, isn't it? Salah, TA, a lot of people have got them. Um, but the only thing, the interesting question with Liverpool is, are they going to play the lad they played at the weekend at the back? Canate, Canate. Uh, yeah, yeah, Canate, yeah. Because he looked really good. I didn't realise he'd cost as much. He cost 30 million from, I think it was Leipzig, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Math was out, he was in, and he looked like he'd played there all season. He was brilliant. Admittedly, United didn't give him too much of a test, did they? But is he one? Do you think will will uh, Klopp keep faith with him? Could he be an asset to look at? Um, have you bought him in? Because you no, were. T- I haven't. Oh, you haven't. Oh, okay. I, I'm. I was thinking about it. So yeah, I talked to you briefly about potentially doing a free hit this week because I've got a lot of injuries, a lot of players out of form, a lot of players with not very winnable games on paper, and I, I feel like I need a boost. And I'm hoping a free hit could do that. And he was one of the ones I was looking at. My only concern would be whether Klopp does actually play him in back-to-back games or not. I mean, a free hit seems a tad reckless, bearing in mind that later in the season, and I mean, far be it for me to help you at all, but, mm. you know, come come a game week where there's double, you know, loads of teams with two fixtures, then a free hit might be more valuable. But, you know, it worked for you last year. You needed a bit of a boost and you did a, a, did a free hit or a bench boost or something. But, yeah, not for me, a free hit. I mean... It cost me 12 points last week to rejig my team in a way that now I don't, I shouldn't need to make loads of transfers, you know, injury depending. I've got Vardy who's got a flag against him, but, you know, I may well hold Vardy still because he's he's not going to be out for too long. And I've mm. got I've got a bit of backup. Um, my, my one change this week, if I do it, will be to get Basuma out who I've somehow still got. Um, but yeah, I, I think maybe just, rip the plaster off and and maybe make two or three transfers just to get a bit more shape to your team if you're struggling with it. Yeah, I think that's what it needs at the moment. But um, but yeah, so I think the usual assets there. Palace have looked good. Brighton. Um, pardon? Palace might have done, but we're talking about Brighton. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, so because for me, like, so I've still got Mope, who's done nothing. It's yeah. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? And, that, and that's why, I'm, yes, I, I knew the free hit with last season and the double game weeks and all the rest of it. But like you say, it's just a game in it. I've got nothing to That's lose. Two, two and a half minutes in the game. It's not like I've had a really good start. So, um, but anyway, I've just noticed the time fill. Some of yeah. us need to get back to work. So we better skip on through these remaining fixtures. Last thing um, on the game, Duffy, yeah. Duffy got dropped. Have you have you still got him? No. Okay, cool. Then we won't worry about that. Uh, you never. <laughs> man, yeah. man, man City Palace. You thinking Foden? Uh, no. Okay. I mean, Benteke, you talked him up last week yeah. and you didn't put him in your team because you haven't got the conviction to follow your thoughts. Indeed, but he came good, didn't he? I mean, although I would say you saw the best and worst of Benteke. Yeah. Two good headers. One um, didn't count because of a foul from the yep. corner, but he also missed an absolute sitter. And that's mm. unfortunately what you get with Benteke. No one scored more headers than him in the Premier League since 2012. Uh, and you could see why, but um, in front of goal, he's still wouldn't completely trust him. And I certainly wouldn't trust him to get a goal against uh, City at the Etihad, that's for sure. Are you going triple Chelsea against Newcastle? Um, I would like to, but again, who are they going to play? 
They do like to rotate. So is Christensen going to come back in this week? Mason Mount was somebody with my free hit I was looking at, I think, off, off the back of his hat-trick. He's got to be in there. And then who else, who else are you going to have? Holding Havertz. Uh, yes, I think I will. Yeah, because Lukaku's still out, I think, isn't he? Werner's still out. Um, and surely they can't score another seven goals and him not, not be involved, right? Yeah, and I, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have him and I can't really get him in this week. But if I had him, I would definitely be holding and just remembering that last week was just one week. Mm. And this week, treat it as a new thing. If you think Havertz is going to start up top, he's playing Newcastle, who are terrible. Yeah. So, you know, hold on. I think he could still come good for all those Havertz owners. And then I expect a whole load of Havertz owners to come out of the woodwork online. So, yeah, I'd maybe hold on to him. I'm sticking with my Chilwell Alonso double up. I'd recommend it for anyone. Yeah, I like that. Watford, Southampton, Josh King here, potentially off the back of his hat trick. Hey, we, we, we said on this podcast a number of times how good Josh King is if he gets yeah. a run in a team and he gets a manager who believes in him. We, we've seen it, you know, being Bournemouth fans, we've seen it. And Ranieri came out after the game and he did an interview and he said it wasn't the goals he was happy with, it was his overall play. And the goals he took really well actually mm. he's 5.5 million and Ranieri seems to it's early days you can't read too much into one interview but he has he has his favorites and I think he's the perfect manager for Josh King mm. okay. so if you get fed up with Tony then he might be an option it's just a shame that Watford's fixtures aren't great long term next game my friend Spurs Man United what I will just say on this one is again I know we are short on time if you a Cristiano Ronaldo owner, get him out. Now is the time. His head's gone. United look a mess. I think he's the most yeah. expensive striker in the game. I can't see a reason why you'd want to keep him in your team. I, I can't believe he didn't get sent off for kicking. Yeah, yeah that was pretty incredible. So uh, get him out. Um, um, we've got a oh, message live from someone who must be a drunk. Uh, can, I a actually sign, be Mike. can I get a signed photo of Mike? He's my favourite. <laughs> and they Mike use... at Uganda Lodge. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Mike. Get a grip, my friend. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, <laughs> signed photos uh, of Mike are available. Please do drop us a message if you want a signed photo of Mike. Um, do it now whilst he's still got hair. Um, um, quick last three games. The last three games, let's just quickly go over them. So we've got Norwich, Leeds and Villa West Ham on Sunday and then the game week finishes with Wolves Everton on Monday night or into November already another year nearly gone uh this is the weekend Mike All says right, that you sound like such a pensioner I know but mate, time flies when you're having fun eh? another year nearly gone another year gone I'm, I'm another year older uh yeah. Norwich or Leeds we discussed discuss both of these haven't we yeah. and really avoid both at the moment I would suggest Villa West Ham, Kurt Zuma. I told you, boys, a couple of weeks yeah. ago, about a month ago, everyone's going to want a bit of Kurt Zuma. Now I'm starting to see that get some traction. I haven't got him in yet myself, uh, but Kurt Zuma, uh, he, he's going to bang in a header in this game. Okay. And Mings Wolves will Everton. complaining. Yeah, that's true. Wolves Everton, what's your thoughts on this quickly? Uh, well, I've got Townsend and Gray, uh, but Wolves, Wolves really are the team to uh, to be getting players in. I think Huang is an excellent signing. Yeah, he's been really he, he good, gives he? Wolves a completely different way of playing to how they've played under Nuno in the past. Yeah. He's got he's you know, four goals in, what, six games? Mm, he's handy. Really good. And he's he is coming in and hit the ground running, isn't he? Yeah, he's 5'6 at the moment, 5.6. Okay, so that's the fixtures. So we know there is only one thing left to, uh, to do, Phil, and that is to pick our punts for the week. Oh, yes. Now, Mike hasn't given us his punt, um, so we'll have to just guess. Uh, I'll pick a punt for him. Um, He'll only forget it anyway, to be fair. That is valid. So if you could pick your punt uh, a second, and I'll just quickly find one for me as well. I'll go straight in there then. So at the time of recording, uh, amazingly, this man still only has 2% ownership. He scored a hat-trick of the weekend. Joshua Uh, King. Yeah, it's a downside to letting you go first. Uh, okay, uh, Mike says, um, I can't, uh, I, f- I assume Mike's going to go for, he likes a big name. Uh, so let's just assume Mike wants Jaden Sancho. Um, yeah, makes sense. Uh, job done there. And form. That, exactly. I personally won't go for Jaden Sancho. I don't, don't know why Mike went for him. I'll stick to, <laughs> I'll stick to my last week's punt and go Zuma. Love it. 
good shout, so, mate. He'll bang a header in, and uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens with the rest of uh, the punts. Do get involved. We had loads of people get involved this week. It was great to see, although so many of them went for Broja. How, how are you pronouncing that, mate? Broja, Broja? Bro, I'm bad at pronouncing Broja, I'm going for. Yeah, I think you're wrong, but I'm yeah, trying. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike says uh, he is not going for Sancho. He's going to go Sterling. And let me tell you, as someone who yeah, did good. that last week and Sterling wasn't even in the squad, uh, then... Uh, <laughs> good luck with that. I mean, you might as well have gone Sancho, mate. It, Mike, Mike is also putting out that I do like going for a player who's named after a Paw Patrol character. Um, (laughs) with that that, guys i uh, i hope everyone has a good week and uh yeah if anyone's struggling get in touch you know we're happy to help and uh yeah take care much love mike's going bowing bye bye bye